Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Our next guest uh, is brought to us by Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tire retailer, keeping you safe on the roads, tirepower.com. And it's the coach of the Woodville West Torrens Footy Club, Jade Sheedy. Welcome to Sports Day SA. G'day, Bonds. Dan, how are we, boys? Going well, thanks, Sheeds. Now, Sheeds, uh, what have you been doing in the off season? Um, there isn't really an off season, Bonds, in footy. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, we've had a big off-season. We obviously didn't make finals, and so we've been finished for um, 10 weeks. And it was really straight away, obviously, working out who was sort of staying and, and who was going and, yeah, trying to get really proactive and, um, I guess, you know, build our next list for for 2023. Uh, I guess the challenges that we faced within that, mate, were the, was the fact that a lot of teams sort of were still playing footy. So um, we definitely had our challenges and we're still working our way through that. And we've been talking to a lot of players for quite some time, but um, we feel like we're getting at the pointy end. So it's, it's good. Now, Sheeds, you, you touched on you haven't really had a break, which um, I'm aware of. And obviously being the Sandful coach, you wear a lot of hats. So I just want the breakdown, I guess, of... It's not just coaching you do, but I guess how much do you actually put into recruiting, into development, into footy ops? Yeah, a lot into all them. Um, and, yeah, I've got great support. I've got Matthew Goldsworthy in there and, and Luke Powell. And Dave Cousner does a terrific job, and he's he's a volunteer at the footy club, and so does Christine Williams, our our president. So, as you know, there's NFL clubs. There's there's limited staff, so we all we all have to chip in and get our hands dirty. Um, but yeah, it's all them things. And then you know, in in the season as well, the way coaching is now, Dan is obviously clearly around um, the real father figure at a footy club, and then you try and provide that guidance for your players as well. So um, you know, it's definitely changed from probably the coaches that I had 20 years ago because it's you know they come in and, and they're a coach. But yeah, the, the job has definitely grown for sure. Training started already, Sheeds. I know a couple of clubs were already underway. Yeah, we, we had a time trial on Saturday morning and then really that was just some testing and the boys are doing some testing tonight um, with their strength testing. So, uh, But, yeah, last night was, I guess, the official opening of pre-season um, where we sort of, yeah, put a few things together and, and had a chat to the whole group and then went out and trained. So, yeah, it was, it was good to get the players back together. There was some real energy there. Like I said before, there's... They've had 10 weeks off and a lot of blokes were sort of back training five, six weeks ago. Players these days don't really stop. Um, you know, they like to keep fit. Probably a lot different to when I was playing. You'd sort of have your break and then train to be two weeks away and you'd decide to go for a run again. So, uh, yeah, they're a lot more professional these days. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, the Sample announced the rezoning of the recruiting areas uh, for the Sample clubs. Was that a win or a loss for, for your club? Uh, 
I haven't really looked into it too much, to be honest. I know we lost one of our areas. Um, I wouldn't know the numbers on that area of how many have come through and played league footy. Um, so, yeah, obviously Luke has been dealing with a lot of that stuff and I've probably been focusing my energy in other areas. So I probably can't really educate uh, or, or guess, I'm um, sorry, answer that question um, with an educated answer, I guess, because I don't know. Fair, fair. So, Sheeds, what I will do is we'll take it to the draft, the upcoming draft. Um, for those out there, the Eagles fans out there and supporters, who are a couple of Eagles players that potentially might go in, in a few weeks' time and uh, who are the ones you got to look out for? I think there's probably three, that, and they're all um, under-18 kids. Obviously, Mateus Philippou um, has been highly talked about in terms of he'll be the first kid drafted to... Uh, or drafted from the SANFL um, and, and from South Australia. So he's basically rated anywhere between probably 6 to 12. And um, so a first-round draft pick, he's been invited over as well um, for the first round. So I guess that indicates some serious interest. And Mateus is talking to most clubs. Um, Adam Deloyer's another kid who was... Um, Adam's a terrific young man. He was, he was captain of the state under-18 side and... And both Adam and Mateus did a league pre-season with us last year and um, both played some really good reserves footy for us. Adam played some sensational reserves footy in the finals um, as well. So he's another one. And the other one's young Nathan Barkler, who is tied to Port Adelaide. So, yeah, I believe there's a fair bit of interest, um, you know, with Nathan, with the Port Adelaide Footy Club. And and he's he's really athletic type, um, can, you know, a real hybrid that can play sort of um, high half forward on a wing, half back, has really good leg speed, athletic profile is really good. So, yeah, I'd say they're the three standouts from, from the Eagles, mate. A couple of questions in regards to recruit sheets. Uh, obviously, um, Zane Williams, it's been announced that he's coming back to the club. Who's happier, you or Luke Beacon? Uh, me. <laughs> yeah, he's a talented <laughs> nah, player. It'd be great to have him back. Yeah. Oh, it's really good to have him back. I mean, Dan can 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 speak more on this one, but yeah, Dan's actually done a lot of work with Zane and a real mentor for Zane. Um, so yeah, I mean, you've seen the growth of Zane last year. He played, you know, the kid played. I think it was ten games in in 2021, and then went on in 2022, and you know, he had a huge preseason. I think his body changed the most out of almost any player over that preseason, and his body's gone again to another level. Obviously, going to Geelong and um, and he's been working out in the off-season at our gym. So he's put on another four kilos and, um, yeah, looking very strong and fit. And, um, yeah, he's a he's a great addition back to our footy club. Yeah, and for those who don't know, there's a little bit of a bromance between him and Luke Beacon. Um, but what about uh, other recruits for the club? Is, there, is the club aren't close to announcing anymore? Or can you give us one or two right now? I probably can't. I mean, we, we have recruited some and um, I just don't think the club's announced it. So I'd hate sure. to announce on radio when the club hasn't had the opportunity to announce it. But yeah, there will definitely be some some good announcements um, where we've got some signatures um, Yeah, in the upcoming weeks. I'm, I'm not sure when the club will announce it, but I guess it will be pretty soon. We've obviously started training. So um, yeah, there's some exciting times ahead. Like, like most clubs, we're pretty buoyant about our list and Clearly, we needed to fill uh, a couple of key roles. Obviously, Jared Redden going. So, you know, we've been chasing Ruckman and um, that can come in and have a really good impact for us. And and another and another. Obviously, we lost Zane, but we got him back. And then we lost James 
James Cheetis and Jack Hayes um, in March last year, which I guess really hurt the footy club. So sort of searching for another key forward and, and another midfielder, which we're a fair way down the track with. So, yeah, hopefully some good news soon. Now, Sheed, it's a beautiful segue into the next question I was going to ask you, which, Bonds, I have a feeling I know his answer on this one. What's your thoughts on the SSP, which is the supplementary selection period, which is basically from now until March. They can be picked up from January till March. What are your thoughts on it for the AFL and obviously the impact it has on sample teams? Um, Well, there's two parts, Dan. I think, firstly, let's not forget the kid. And I've always said, always put the individual first and... um, and um, yeah, and we play within the rules of the AFL. So I'm really happy for the kids, and I think we try and provide them. You know, you look at what Jack Hayes did and the way he played his first game for St Kilda Footy Club, and and James Cheetahs. You know what what he's done at the Gold Coast and how highly regarded he is up there, and he's I believe pretty close if he hasn't already signed another another deal. So it's really pleasing in in some aspects, but I guess for an SNFL coach, it, it has its challenges. Now we can only play under the rules and the guidelines that the AFL provide us. So I guess if you are trying to recruit um, a highly talented player that has, that has fallen off um, an AFL list, you know, EG like a James Rowe that, you know, we're hoping we'll, we'll, we'll come back to the footy club and, uh, you know, we've been in talks with Rowie, then you obviously got to have in the back of your mind that you obviously want Rowie to get another AFL go, and he deserves it. So, yeah, I guess it's made recruiting hard because you can you can have your list, and then in March, like we seen last year, um, yeah, we lost the McGarry medalist and the runner-up McGarry medalist. They're hard to replace in March. So it has its challenges, but I'm not here to whinge because they're the rules, and we all have to play under them. We're not the only footy club um, that has to play under them. Every footy club has to play under them. So, but I won't lie, it makes it challenging. Yeah. I was going to ask you about James Rowe and whether the club had spoken to him yet, and it's great to hear that you have. Uh, I'm sure Eagles supporters would love to have Jimmy back at the club, but there's another uh, ex-Eagle who had been delisted by Port, and that's Marty Frederick. Has the club been uh, speaking to Marty as well? Yeah, I've been in touch with Marty's um, manager, which is Peter Rowe, and spoke to Marty as well. Um, we're not sure with Marty yet. Obviously, there's a bit to play out. He's, his brother, Michael, who's also um, an Eagles junior, is over playing um, with the Fremantle Footy Club in the AFL. So Marty's and his brother are very tight. So there is um, an opportunity that, that Marty, and I don't want to speak for Marty because I don't think it's it's done yet, but there is an opportunity that Marty can go live with his brother and potentially play in the Waffle or, or even play for Fremantle's um, Waffle side. And, and there's still some AFL interest around Marty as well. So yes. obviously... Like we talked about before with the SSP, we're, we're really hoping that Marty gets back on a list. So there has been some chats, but, yeah, we're still probably halfway through that one. Now, Bonds, we spoke a bit about the Eagles the last few questions, so I actually want to speak about Sheeds himself. Now, Sheeds, you've been the state coach the last two years, uh, undefeated as well. How's that experience been? And um, would you look at potentially doing it in the future as, uh, again? I don't know if I got the role again because it, <laughs> it used to be it used to be when you won the premiership and we didn't do that. So we'll have to win it this year for you next year. Then it might, it might be going to Jade Rawlings, but <laughs> they did also say it's yours till you lose. So um, I'm not sure with that one. But you know, to answer your question, Dan, I've thoroughly enjoyed the state. Um, I'm really passionate about the SNFL. I I played in the SNFL for 13 years. Um, I love the competition. I'm a big advocate for it. Uh, I'm on the Law of the Games committee at the SNFL as well, so try and help out with the rules and 
and provide a coach's aspect on, on everything that's going on on the field and, and try and help the umpires and stuff. So, yeah, the more I can do around the SANFL space, the better. Like, I'm just here to obviously try and make our competition better. Just uh, with the rules committee, seeing you're on that, a question without notice, the last possession rule. Do you think it needs to be tweaked a little bit like the AFLW where the last possession's only, uh, well, not not inside the 50-metre arcs? Yeah, it's a great question. And Dan could probably talk more being a forward and if the ball just goes over your head and it rolls out, you don't get a chance to set up a forward stoppage. You know, it goes back to opposition. But once again, that rule's in place, to be fair, for both sides. So it happens both ways. But... Yeah, I would, and we've talked about it at Law of the Games Committee as well about making it between the arcs. So we're going to another catch-up, I think, just after Christmas. We've had one pre-Christmas and where we'll try and refine it and actually actually talk about what's actually going to happen and what's not. But, yeah, we definitely have talked about it just being, just being um, between the arcs and actually... Because the forward stoppage and actually the chance to score is, is a great part of our game and, and you know, that can... Oh, I haven't done the stats on it as to you know, how many times the ball rolls out versus the forward stoppage, but I think it would bring you know, greater scoring um, chances and, and, and a bit more atmosphere into the game if you can kick some more forward stoppage goals. But I'm sure Dan can help me out on that one. Yeah, look, I think if that's the case, then absolutely let's go down that pathway and direction. But uh, the other one, while we're on the rules, Shades, is the stand rule. Is it to stay by the looks? Yeah, that'll stay, Dan, I'm pretty sure. Like... Um, and once again, I think, you know, like any rule, um, I think it takes off and then sort of comes back um, and it's just, you know, you just learn to learn to, to play with it. And um, you know, after the footy club, you know, we can probably do some more work around the, the stand rule. You know, we were probably big on guarding the mark a certain way when the stand rule wasn't there, which we felt like we had a huge advantage for. And, and that's one of the reasons it come in. So, yeah, we've got a bit of work to do with that. What about uh, any coaching uh, changes at the club? Like any new assistant coaches coming in or leaving? Yeah, so we've got um, the league. In the league, we'll have um, uh, Steve Kay will, will be our forward line coach. He's Steve's been uh, with Sacred Heart Footy Club for probably the last eight years, probably three, three or four years as a B-grade coach, and then he's been coaching their A-grade side. So took him to a grand final in Div 2 of... I met Steve throughout my journey in coaching when I was coaching Athelson Football Club and we had a huge respect for each other and um, he's going to be a great addition. Troy Hall, who's been doing our forwards, who's been with me from, from day one and, and my right-hand man, really, he's, he's going into the middle of the ground, he's going into the mids. And, and Brad Graham, um, who, is, uh, who was our reserves or development coach last year, um, he's going to be our backline coach in the league. So, you know, like players, we want our coaches to develop and I'm... I'm really keen to um, give our coaches opportunity to try different things and it also, I think, rejuvenates the group and um, gives them another voice and, and can hopefully get a bit of a bit of a spark that way. Sheed's been uh, fantastic having you on the show and really appreciate your time and best of luck for the upcoming sample season, which won't be far away. Thanks for having me, boys. Thanks, Sheeds. Jade Sheedy, the coach of the Eagles in the Sandful and uh, your coach, men's. Yes. He speaks so well. You just, is it easy to, is he, he's the sort of coach that just draws you in? Like it's easy to listen to him? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's easy to listen to him, but not just that. He touched on it a little bit there too. He knows the Sandful. He played in it for such a long time. So 
he understands it extremely well, which is why when he speaks, you absolutely listen because he knows exactly what he's on about. So he's obviously had some great success. Two flags in his first two years in the competition is pretty incredible. It's been a massive show, Dan. And before we go, I almost forgot, we've got our quote of the day. Dramatic music to help with this quote. It's a bit left set, left to centre quote, this quote. And it's one of my favourite quotes of all time. And here we go. 60% of the time, it works every time. I don't think you all know who that is. Brian Fantana. From Anchorman. Channel 4. Movie quotes are always the best quotes. <laughs> Might just throw the odd movie quote in every now and again. Yeah, no, I like it. Mix it up. A little curveball. Oh, I'm, it's, been a, it's been a massive day. Big day for the Adelaide 36ers and uh, Aussie squads announced and it was a great chat there with Jade Cheedy, coach of the Eagles and the Sample. Uh, mate, thanks for joining us again and uh, we'll see you uh, tomorrow. No, we'll see you th- the, the next week. Next week. I'll be back <laughs> next week. <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone for tuning in. This has been Sports ASA. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.